Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Wednesday to you. It's Wednesday, February the 10th. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar and Rock Auto. Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next purchase. In regards to Rock Auto, that's an amazing selection. It has reliably low prices. All the parts your car will need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Well, you know you know what today is. This is the dead morning after a game, day after a game. So it's all about dissecting what happened. So we're going to dissect the 76ers 119 to 111 victory over the Sacramento Kings. Now I'm going to tell you, um, this was a good game. It was one of those games where the Sixers kind of sort of refused to lose. I'm not going to say they were toying with them. You know, like sometimes in the NBA you see a team that going through the motions for a couple quarters, three quarters, and then the fourth quarter is like, up, oh, time to turn it on. It wasn't that game. I mean, I, I tell you, I mean, the Sixers were were losing in the first half. Um, they were losing for a lot uh, during the game. But it got to a point where, you know, they stepped up. They stepped up in the fourth quarter. And so I want to talk about that game. Secondly, I want to just talk about um, uh, just talk about uh, Matisse Thibel's defense. You know, he's getting it back, man. Well, he's been had it back. But, you know, we'll talk about that. Here's a guy who wasn't really in the rotation at the beginning of the season. And then the third one, let's talk about travel day flow. I'm just going to give you guys a little sneak peek of what I have to do today. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it, but it is what it is. But listen, so this game last night was a good one. To me, you know, the Sixers... You know, we look at you look at uh, the Sacramento Kings. Their record is twelve and twelve. And you'll say to yourself, like, "Come on, man! Twelve and twelve. You're hyping this up." Well, they're twelve and twelve, but you got to understand, they came in with a four-game winning streak. They won seven out of their last eight games, and they beat quality opponents. Quality opponents. So when you look at this game, this was a great game for the Sixers. I mean, it really was. I mean, it was a game where Joel Embiid really didn't have it going, you know, early on. You know, it was a game where um, uh, Seth Curry, you know, was 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 phenomenal in the first half. It was a game where Tobias Harris stepped up. It was a game where Matisse Thibel, you know, didn't score a point. He he had two fouls. He had one block and he had an assist and two uh, two rebounds. But he played well. So when you look at the Sixers, to me, yes, some people are going to say, look at De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox had, um, he had 34 points, right? Buddy Hill had 21. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton had, had 15. Now, the thing is, De'Aaron Fox, yes, he had 34. Game high 34 with game high 10 assists. But 23 of those points were scored in the in the first half. I mean, he was balling in the first half. I mean, this guy, you know, he ended up shooting for the game. He was 13 for 30. He was 3 for 10 um, 
He was 13 for 33 for 10 on the, on, for, on threes, right? Three for 10 on threes. But in the first half, now look at, listen to this. The first half, he was three for five. So he missed all five of his, his three-point attempts. Now, we're talking about he was 13 for 30. Well, in the first half, he was 9 for 13. So, and he also had uh, seven assists in the first half. So he only ended up with three assists in, 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 in the second half. So that's something that you can live with. And then we talk about Tyrese Halliburton, right? You know, he had uh, 15 points in the first half, and he finished with – he finished with those 15. He didn't score score anything, you know what I mean, in the second half. So, you know, you look at that and you say to yourself, like, yo, you know, they, they did a pretty good job. The Sixers did defensively afterwards. And to me, this is a good good win because of what it what it says. You know, the Sixers, we let, let, let's face it, the Sixers have struggled on the road, right? They played a hot team. They were – withstood everything that this team was throwing at them, and they were still able to come back. You know, Tobias Harris had 12 points in the fourth quarter. Joel Embiid had 10 points in the fourth quarter. You know, Matisse Thibault, as I said, he stepped up. You know, I think that this was a great win for the Sixers. It was a quality one. One that where it's funny, you know, you talk to Ben, Ben Simmons after the game, and he says, look, it's just a, we just want to win. You know, we, we we and if you notice, that's kind of like a will to win. Like, this was a game last year that they would have lost. And they would have been talking about how they didn't have the energy and how they lost focus and, you know, this and that. It would have been so many different excuses. But they were able to win it. Now, the one thing also, like, you look at Joel Embiid. You know, Joel Embiid, he had to change his tights. He had to change his shorts. I mean, he was bloodied. His knee was bloodied. And, you know, he came and he played. Will's the win. Now, here's the thing that concerns me about Joel is that this guy gets banged up a lot. He keeps taking these falls. He's doing all this other stuff. But when you talk to Doc Rivers about it, you know, he's a target. He says the guy's a target. Guys come at him. Now, I don't think they come at him like that. What I think is he's just so big that guys, when you try to box him out, you try to do stuff, you know, he's so strong that you have to be physical with him. So it's not like, you know, it's uh, Furcon Korkmaz driving the lane and they just, like, taking his head off. No, you just have to use extra girth to to um, to basically defend Joel. So I think that was the problem. That's what's going on. You know, I just want to tell you that I really appreciate the stuff that Bill Barr gives me. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you know, when I first started, uh, you know, talking and, and doing some advertising for Bill Barr, I was like, man, I don't even know if I want to eat this stuff. Like, what's, what's the deal? But I'm telling you, all it took me was like one time to bite into one. And I realized that this thing is a protein bar that tastes like a chocolate bar. And the people who know me, y'all know how much I love chocolate. So I'm telling you this. What you need to do is you need to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, 
and get 20% off your next purchase. Don't do it right now, but do it as soon as this podcast is over. Now, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. In addition to being the Locked On 76ers podcast host, I am the 76ers beat writer for the Philadelphia Inquirer. So you could go to inquire.com or you can purchase a Philadelphia Inquirer. You can also purchase a Philadelphia Daily News and you can read my articles. But one thing that you might want to do also is, is follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at the same place. That's Pompey on Sixers. Now, we were talking about Matisse Thibel a little bit in the beginning, right? I'm telling you, you know, Matisse, I'm a huge fan of his. I mean, I can't even get it out. Like, I'm a huge fan because you look at it. Here's a guy, think about it. He didn't take a single shot, and he had a major impact on the game. He did not take a single shot, and he had an impact on the game. He played 21 minutes. He was a, a plus six. He had one block. He had two fouls. He had an assist. He had two rebounds, right? I mean, the Sixers only went nine deep this game. But I'm telling you, Matisse was out there balling. I mean, he was. And the, 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 the stat is we're talking about <clears throat> we're talking about De'Aaron Fox. Well, Matisse held him to three, to thir- three for 13 shooting in the fourth quarter. He had a solid block on him, you know. So Matisse did what he had to do. And it's good because, I mean, you look at it and you realize that, you know, he he gives them something that a lot of people don't have. And it was one of those things when I came here before the game, you know, there's a a couple reporter media members here who I know from the Philadelphia area who are out here and a couple other dudes. They kept asking me, now who's going to guard Fox? And I said, I think it's going to be Ben early. But then when Matisse come in, comes in, they're going to put Matisse on him. And they'll probably bring Ben on him on the fourth quarter, in the fourth quarter. Well, it was like the other way around. Like, Ben stuck to him. For the most part, Danny Green was on him a little bit. You know, stuff like that. But when it came down to the fourth quarter, that's when Matisse got on him. And Matisse did a solid job. A solid job. You know, you, know, you, you look at... Uh, Furkan Korkmaz, you know, Furk was uh, five for five uh, shooting in the first half. He ended up with five for seven. You know, he had 13 points. And then you look at Seth Curry. Seth Curry got a pretty good, uh, you know, he had a great first half. You know, Seth, he finished with, he had 16 points. He ended up with 22. Furkan had 13, I mean, 12 in the first half. He ended up with 13 so, you know, that, you know, he gave me to do. But the thing is, you know, you look at it, um, like I said before, Tobias and Joel really just did their thing. They dominated. Now, another key to the game was rebounding. Before the game, that's what Luke Olson said. Um, he was talking about how, I mean, Luke Walton, what am I talking about, Luke Olson? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Well, it's a little house on the prairie. Sorry about that. But, but what he was what he was talking about was, um, you know, he was talking about rebounding. How rebounding was going to be key, right? 
The Sixers out rebounded his team fifty nine to thirty nine, right? In regards to second chance points, the Sixers had fifteen and two advantage. So when you look at it, you say the defense was key. You say how the Sixers like limit their um, their three point shooting in the second half, but rebounding second hand second chance points meant a lot. I mean, you think about it. They won by eight, and they had a 13-point advantage in second-chance points. So, to me, that was huge. I mean, huge for the Sixers to do. Um, You know, now the next test is what are you going to be able to do against Portland? You know, it's a team that you lost to before, um, but what are you going to do against Portland? But I'm here to tell you, like, I believe that this was a confidence boost kind of game. And some people may say, what are you talking about? This team was what, 12 and 11, now they're 12 and 12. Nah, this team is quality. This team is good. Um, this team has some young stars. Like we said, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, think about it. You know, you have De'Aaron Fox. You have Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier has 35 against the Sixers. You know, the Sixers are giving up a lot of points to guards who could create their own shot. And, you know, they they gave up a lot to him early on, 23. But then they basically kind of shut him down in the second half. I mean, to me, that was huge. That was very huge. And a lot of it, like I said before, has to do with Matisse Thibel. You know, this was a great game for him. And you look at it, and I always said that he doesn't have to make shots for to be successful. I mean, they have other guys on the team that does that. But what what they do is they need him to be able to bring that quality defense for them to have a lot of success. You know, you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. Follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. And do yourself a favor and read our coverage in the Enquire.com. My coverage, Mark Narducci's coverage, Enquire.com. Now, you know, I'm not really a betting man per se. Actually, I'm not. But I have a lot of friends who do. It's just it's crazy. I just never got into it. But there is only one place that has you cover and one place we at Locked on Locked On Network Trust, and that is Bet Online AG. Sign up today for a free account at Bet Online AG and use the promo code Locked On for your fifty percent welcome bonus. And then also, you know what you need to do? You need to visit CDMD.com to receive twenty percent off your next order when you use the promo code. NBA at checkout. Now, right now, it's uh, it's like 12 o'clock my time, right? Because I'm in Cali. It's like 12.01 a.m. But it's 3 a.m. your time, right? So I'm trying to knock this out. Now, let me tell you this. So because of COVID, a lot of the flights are like, canceled not really canceled but they they're not doing a lot of direct flights like in the past i was always able to get a direct flight from sacramento 
to Philly. Well, they don't do that anymore, and vice versa. So I had to go to Dallas to get here, right? Now, I'm going to tell you this. My flight going home, or actually going to Portland, is taking off at 6.40 in the morning, right? My layover is going to be in Dallas until 6 p.m. 6, yeah, 6.30 or something like that, 6 p.m. Now, I was honestly saying to myself, like, man, now can I fly to L.A.? Can I fly to, like, you know, can, or can I drive to San Francisco? Can I fly to Seattle? I mean, can I do all these other places to go close and then, you know, get there sooner? Heck, I even looked up and see how long it would take for me to drive. It's like eight hours and 40-something minutes, right? So tomorrow I'm going to be hunkered down, or later on today, I'm going to be hunkered down in the Phoenix airport because it doesn't make any sense for me to go to Philly. I mean, honestly, I was going to fly all the way back to Philly and then fly back. I mean, I was, or I was going to go elsewhere. I just did not want to, you know, I mean, be hunkered in a hotel, I mean, not a hotel, in an airport for that many hours. So this is the thing that people, a lot of people don't think about. And um, it is what it is. It's a job. I love my job. But believe me, I'm not dreading this day at all, at all. But, hey, it was a great win for the Sixers. You know, uh, we'll see if they can continue this. They knew this road trip was going to be tough. But it was a quality win for this squad. I want to thank you all for listening and have a blessed, blessed day. Peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.